There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. My oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow, is that oh, culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Yet another episode for us. Hmm. I gotta say, yeah. I'm all out of sorts. What? And I'm gonna blame it on. Don't say me. No. Oh, when have I ever blamed you for something bad? Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the boogie. Oh, so what is the third blame it? Blame it on... Blame it on your love. Oh my God, there you go. Iconic. Okay, three. We got Charlie, Michael Jackson, and who who does blame it on like alcohol? It's, um... Uh, that's, um... Blame it on the alcohol. I want to say blame is... It on it. Jamie Foxx. I was going to guess Jamie Foxx, but I was wow. like... Wow. I was like, I think it's a movie actor. And it, and and wouldn't you know it? Well, and actually, this is know? this is huge. Jamie Foxx is one of the most famous movie actors that there is. He's someone who's who's really achieved it all. Wouldn't you say he's kind of like Emma Stone? He's like the male Emma Stone. I would say that Jamie Foxx is the male Emma Stone. And what film were they in together, Culturista? Is it an animated film? No, I don't it's know. Very much live action. That I don't film remember. Was the Amazing Spider Man? Oh Ooh. my God, you're right. Sequel. Sequel. Where she, spoiler alert, fucking dies. Sorry, Gwen. I I blame it on the eclipse, I guess. We're in an eclipse in Scorpio. You're kidding. I, I only care now because Channy Nicholas is really connecting with me. You need to you need to listen to Channy. Okay. Everybody I, I really will. Everybody in this Zoom should listen to Channy Nicholas. The app is wonderful. There's a free 30-day trial when Mercury's in retrograde. What? We're we're in retrograde. I see. I 
what a crazy journey we've been on on Lost Culture. Remember when I was like vehemently anti-astrology on this podcast? I really do. And also, I've been on my own journey with it. I was not always, you know, one with the stars. Certainly Myst- not. Mystic girl. I was not always a mystic girl. Crystal one. And now I think mystic girl would be my aim screen name. What would you? Okay, so your yours would be mystic girl. Yeah. Mine would be. <laughs> I love this already. Summer hibernating 2022. <gasps> Would you do summer hibernating with an I-N-G or hibernating? S-U-M-M-3-R. Iconic. H-1-B-3-R-N-4. Oh my God, the four as an A is such a power. I-N-Q. Fucking slay. Slay. Go off. Proceed to heaven, guys. Do you want to know what I did today? This is how fucked up things are. I always want to know what you did every day. I was supposed to, like, not eat too much today. Because mm. I because I really went for it over the weekend. I made a baked ziti out of nowhere. Two o'clock rolls around, I go, I'm going to make a baked ziti for eight. You can do that? I have the ingredients. I guess that's all you really need. That's mm. all you really need if you want to make a baked ziti in the middle of the fucking day. And now I'm like weighed down by dairy and Pomodoro. I mean, but but what a beautiful experience it is during the eating. It's yeah. always worth it. I would say it's actually rule of culture. During the, during eating, the eating, it's, it's always, always worth, worth it. it. If that's rule of culture number one, what number was that again? 47. Correct. Right. That, But during the eating, it's always worth it. And I have to tell you, I felt like Erica Jane herself. What? When I woke up this morning and had McDonald's wrappers all wrappers oh, all over. And you go, hers were, were Taco Bell wrappers, though. Yeah. And I thought she really personally dragged me when she said, when you wake up in the morning and you see Taco Bell wrappers and you don't remember why they got there, it's a problem. And I was just like, okay, you dragged me to absolute okay, hell. me. I guess I'm an alcoholic. Hashtag my life, my career. My career. Uh, we, we can't get into Housewives right now. It's 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 a lot. It's really a lot, and I, we, we might need to... And, well, we, let's just say this. We have someone returning to the podcast very soon in the coming weeks who will have a lot to say. And also, uh, we can't we can't yet reveal exactly a platform that we'll be on together to discuss Housewives, but I think you can use context clues, you little Oh, bitches. my God. Little hint dropper. Little hint dropper. Matt, I yeah. am really, really excited for this week's guest. I'm so platonically rock hard for our guest. It's like out of control. There was a moment when we were in Mexico City over New Year's where there was a potential for this person to meet up with us when we were on a night out. Honey. And I, can I tell you, I felt a little flutter in my stomach. I was fluttering. In my heart. I'm sorry. That uh, stomach sounds digestive in my heart. And heart even sounds like arrhythmic. And so I'm sorry. We get it. I just want to say, I was like, I get to meet, I get to meet her. Yeah, so basically, this and it didn't person, happen. It did not happen because, well, there's only one word to say: COVID. There's really only one word to say. That's actually rule of culture number ninety nine. There's, there's really, really only, only one, one word, to, word say. to say: COVID. So applicable to to life Just and so culture much. nowadays. Nowadays, especially now that it's <laughs> she back. To quote Joanna Gold from "I Love That for You," and it's interesting I bring that up <laughs> because our guest is an iconic role in the show I Love That For You on which I also, they throw this word around a lot, but it really applies here. Quote, unquote, star. Yeah. Um, I absolutely stand our guest and her role as Bina on I Love That For You. A character that, let's just say, 
my character sort of gets into it with. You two really <laughs> have this perfect TV feud that makes you go, that makes the viewer at home go, they must love each other, IRL. You know, Bo, it's that classic thing. What they always say about like Rachel McAdams playing Regina George, you need someone kind <laughs> to play someone so evil. Yeah. You need people that truly love each other to hate each other so viscerally. And I remember when I read some things in the script, and I'm actually thrilled to say that later in the season, it does get physical between us. <laughs> Spoiler. Spoiler. Hint um, but when I read in the script that we would get to scream at each other in a hallway in front of our colleagues, I really, my heart was a fluttering, stomach, heart, all of it. Screaming in a comedy is all you need. I love it so much. And my character is sort of dry and like speaks in like a sort of, uh-huh. sort of a low voice like this. So I never really get to scream. And when I got to scream the following two words at our guest, fuck you. <laughs> I really, really, really was happy about that. Me too. I think the viewer at home was very happy too. I laughed. I had to laugh, go back, <laughs> rewind 15 seconds on the <laughs> Apple TV remote. Honey, hit the 15 seconds. Why don't you? I want to see that again. I want to see that one again. I am watching that. Get the fag back on the screen. I'm watching <laughs> I am that. watching that. Spot, shout out to our iconic guest star Co-star, in episode three. Guest star, Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. Oh my God, that was so fun. She Ty, nailed Ty, Ty, it. Like, she improvised most of what she did. That's so fun. I was like, who wrote this? This is so funny. Talking mm. about going to space. And <laughs> like she she knew what general world to play in. By the way, speaking of improviser, this is a true legend in, in, in the thread. And there's oh, an yeah. interesting connection between her and one of our favorite people in the world, AD. She'll talk 80, about that. Oh, we gotta talk. And get this. I'm in this Zoom right now with two Emmy nominated actors. We have an Emmy nominee in the chat. Two. In the guest chat. Two. I'm the well, only I'm one. I'm not here counting who's... myself. But you have but you factually were nominated. Okay? Yes, but but I'm putting the focus on our guest and her nomination. Chivalrous of for you. Pl- for playing Kim in special. Yes, and special Fantastic. is of course iconic work. And listen, uh, we could continue to dilly dally, but let's I let's start the, the dance, I'd say. Let's start the dance. Please welcome. Put on Patel! Patel! Oh queen. my god! Well, but like, it would be cool if you guys just kept talking about me and I never said anything. Yeah, you should. Like, that would have been like podcast. Was I just get move. to? Yeah, I just get to sit here and listen to you give me affirmation. <laughs> listen, if, if you didn't mind it, we no, would do it. I would love it. We love it. You no. deserve I feel it thoroughly, like, especially actors. Like whenever someone's like. Oh, I'm like watching myself. I'm so humble. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, literally, we got into this profession because we love attention. Uh, yeah. Stop acting like I can't watch myself. Oh my yeah. God, I can't. I had to I leave was the just city. thinking about this today. Like, before this, I was like downstairs, like getting water. And for some reason, a thought crossed my mind like, we can't pretend that we're in this for like noble reasons, you know? No. It's all vanity. Yeah. Like, sometimes I come up with noble reasons to like justify because yes. I was in journalism major so for a long time I was like I'm going to work for Vice I'm yes. going to be a foreign correspondent I'm going to make a difference and then you know I started <laughs> acting and I was like well <laughs> my yuck ups aren't helping the world and then I like I was like no <laughs> my presence on TV is normalization and that's yeah. important <laughs> and diversity and da 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 but at the end of the day it's like we love attention so when people yes. are like oh my gosh I like don't want my picture taken it feels so weird I'm like no <laughs> it doesn't that's literally what you signed up to do because you love it exactly this is the candor 
that we have you here for. Okay. This is sort of, this is, we wanted to give you this platform so you could tell all these other self-serious motherfuckers to shut the fuck up. Like only yeah. Bina could. Yes. <laughs> what, can you, what's the story on Mexico City? So you got COVID while you were there? No, I didn't get COVID while I was there. We didn't what's, meet You up. had a scare. You had a scare. I you had a scare. scare. And yeah. so, and then I was like with a whole group of people and uh -huh. they had plans and then you guys had plans and they just weren't matching up. But I wish I would have just come and met up with you guys that night because it was so fun. It, it was, looked yeah. so fun what you guys were doing at that club. I like looked it up and everything and I was like looking at the Yelp pictures and I was sitting outside of a bar where the most exciting thing that happened was they handed us a bag of grapes. Yeah, you got, I was going to ask you, okay. yeah, grapes. We got, yeah. we got the, the grapes. I didn't know about this grape culture. Oh my God, grape culture title <laughs> of that. <laughs> grape culture. <laughs> Um, I didn't know about grape culture until I went to Mexico City. And they can someone what what is it exactly? It's you get twelve grapes and you're supposed to eat them. <laughs> they're supposed to re they're supposed to uh, represent the you know the last four months of the year. I it's see. a Spanish tradition, and so in Spanish speaking countries, okay, I'm mm. reading this. It consists of eating a grape with each of the uh, oh I'm sorry with each of the twelve clock bell strikes at midnight. On December 31st to welcome the new year. Each grape and clock bell strike represents the coming 12 months. So I got that mixed up. So it's the 12 looking 12. ahead. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I love the tradition. Love it. And it was fun. And the grapes were very delicious, like mm -hmm. hard, firm, juicy, green. not weird skin, green, green, green no grape. stem. My preferred grape is green. Green. Personally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not a grape if it's not green because the purple ones leave like a weird film mm. in your mouth. Oh but God. some of the people I was with <laughs> had more grapes than alcohol that night. And I'm not shaming people that don't drink. I am an ally to all. Yeah. <laughs> I know you to be. It but you wanted like to New turn Year's... up. I know you. You wanted, I wanted to, turn, to up. turn up. And it was yeah. New Year's Eve. And then once the grape arrived, everyone was like stuffing their faces with grapes. And I was like, should we take a shot? And they're like, I'm good with my grapes. And I was like, I'm good with my grapes. Ooh, I'm good with my grapes. And no I will say ever this. Said that. Punam, you kind of were around what it seemed to be, and I don't want to make any sort of like, uh, you were around a lot of straight people. It, it was all couples. And they <sighs> were very nice. And two, and two of them, I really, really loved. The other one, I just didn't know them. Yeah. Right, so sometimes right. this thing happens when you don't know people and you're in a foreign country on a vacation on like one of the most fun nights of the year. But <laughs> they can kind of come off as like energy vampire. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what the opposite of a vampire is. Like, I'm like, energy energy non-stop vomit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think energy most vomiter yeah the, energy. well the opposite of a vampire is six flags guy i'm yes. the six flags guy energy six flags guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> party motivator i think if you're in a couple i think a lot of couples when they come together they become energy vampire that's what that's what happened. But and you see, were around my a lot couple, yeah. But my couple is like literally <laughs> two versions of me, just in two different genders. So it's like double six with twelve flags. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, it was two energy vampires, and I was flags. like, "What was the name of the bar we were at, Bo? For for New Year's? It was. It was it not had a an great, iconic name. It was not a great bar. I will say. I did but, not think it was great. No, it, it, but I will say this: the the like dancers they had at that bar that night on new year's eve were the most beautiful men i'd ever seen in <laughs> they my were entire beautiful. life yes they were shocking blow bar that's what it was called. blow bar <laughs> yes 
I looked it up at Blow Bar. You yeah. had to be at Blow Bar a, that night. A, th- a 3.3 on, on Google Maps. Not great. Oh, but the pictures, like one of the first pictures, I think was like two people with like devil masks on. And I was like, I want to be there. Yeah, that was really the vibe, to be honest with you. It was devilish. It, yeah, but it was not good. I just put, put I, want, I want you to know that it, you were not missing anything. And I want to say the people I was with were all very nice and we yeah. still had fun. It yeah. was just a different type of grape-based fun. Yes. Uh, that I wasn't expecting. Well, we're at this, we're, 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 we're about to hit the, you know, the five month mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're four and a half months into this year. How, how, do we, do we want to reflect already on what the year is? I feel like starting the year in Mexico, I, I was hoping that it would be like a new a new uh, frontier and it hasn't been. It's all it's all been the same. Oh. Do you feel like it's not been the same because it's been bad or it's just been like monotonous? Monotonous. It's been very monotonous. Mm-hmm. It's been like not much has changed since January. I have to say, I think for us, it's been different. For, yes. For oh, yeah. and I, it's been show. different because Our we made, Q1 we got to make, yeah. Q1 was pretty packed. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, I actually famously got COVID in Mexico City. And yeah, I which was made me then be like, good thing we didn't hang out. I know, exactly. Yeah. And I was very concerned because we were going to start shooting like kind of right away. And then yeah. they end right. up pushing because of, there's only really one word to say, COVID. So <laughs> then we shot, we shot for eight weeks. And, you know, I genuinely felt there were times when I would see Panam Patel and I would sort of, my heart would leap out of my chest. And I knew I loved you from the pilot. But oh. then I felt like every single time you had any like interaction with Poonam, like it was like always a better, brighter day. And <laughs> I also have to say, you're so fucking funny in the show. Oh, so funny. Same. I mean, not to boomerang it back, but I Don't got do to. That. I got to boomerang it. I know it's annoying, but I have to. Also, Poonam <laughs> showed up for the pre- the virtual press day looking supermodel. Of course. Well, of because course. my character is so frumpy. So I was like, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> fucking step it up and then for premiere i was like i have to go full you look absolutely stunned wife. oh you my really god you looked because, incredible at the premiere because i'm in like a braid and like a flannel yeah. and i was like <laughs> i have to commemorate this yeah. body because it's not going to look like this forever and i like work uh-huh. really hard on it so i'm like we got to show it off yeah, yeah you were giving totally. legs we had to <laughs> we had Honey. no choice it, 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 now, now I don't ever want to say you're not showing them. Wish granted. We live in California, so I can always be like kind of naked. Yeah, it's true. So in this new in this new project you're doing, where you play, you, yes. we are speaking with you. You're in Toronto right now, and you're filming. Yes. You're, d- it, can we announce are we allowed, what it is? Are we, are we allowed to say? Or we like we can't say what it is, but we can we say what the what what you're who you're playing? I think so. Okay. So what, you're, are they going to sue us? You're, <laughs> what are they going to fire? Do they do actually do that? Maybe no, I don't know. It's, no. It, it's a major company, but you're playing a mom for the very first time ever. Is it a mom who yes. shows legs? Is it like a hot hoe mom? Um, <laughs> there is one portion where yes. Okay. And I just had a wardrobe fitting for that portion, and I was like, "Let's go for it." Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. there is one portion, and I was like, "Let's go for the extreme," because the rest I am. But here's the thing. The nice thing I like about the wardrobe department was like, just because she's a mom doesn't mean she has to be frumpy. Love. No, of course. You know what I mean? So it's still like like very flattering clothes and things like that. But it's just funny because, you know, I'm 37. And when I got this part, I was like, wow, 
what a stretch. How is anyone going to believe that I'm a mom? And I have to be like, bitch, it is very like reasonable that I would have a 10 year old son. Right. Uh huh. But in my mind, it's like unfathomable that anyone would ever believe that I have a kid because I mm. don't. But it's yeah, no- it's normal for a lot of people my age to have children, I guess. Absolutely. And I just have to- it happens every day. It happens all the time. And isn't it weird that we think it doesn't just because we're not around that many people who have them? Kids no. Yeah. It's like we live in this different world, which is a good thing. But I have like, it's when you like talk to your high school or college friends, but you're like, oh, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Florida. Florida. Flash. And so that's, but that, but then that's its own thing. It's a, that's yeah. its own environment where people are like on different timelines. Oh, yeah. And then also, like, being Indian, you know, it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. honestly, how am I even alive that I'm not married and have children right now? Uh-huh. Like, am I even Indian? You know? Yeah, I'm starting to feel, I'm starting to feel that now all of a sudden. Where yeah. I'm like, I feel like my parents are telling me about these kids I grew up with who are, like, starting families now. And I'm like, I, are you disappointed that I'm not doing that? Yeah. It's a, it's well, a I got lucky. I have an older sister. That Great. married another mm. Patel and had two like purebred Indian children. <laughs> I see. So I'm like, thank you so much for your sacrifice. Yeah. So they got that. Great. So I'm like, you're good. They're sort uh-huh. of looking the other way at the moment. They're, yes. They're, they're distracted. Occupied. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, you know what I've realized, Bowen? I have never asked you, do you want children? I think um, at this time, no. Same. At this time, it feels like. Especially after we t- we we, t- we talked to Jesse on this pod, yeah. Um, and like reading her book, I was like, parenting sounds like the the hardest thing you could possibly do. Oh yeah. And I don't think I could. I don't think I have it. The gumption and or whatever. Not that it takes gumption to be a good parent or whatever. I just don't have like that capacity. Do you, Poonam? You know, for a long, long time, especially in my twenties, I was like, hell no. Mm. I am not having kids. I'm going to travel for the rest of my life and eat good food and this and that. And I think something happens, especially for women, as mm. we're getting older and we're constantly reminded that our bodies are withering away and our eggs mm-hmm. are like running out of our body every day. That I'm like, oh, I kind of have to decide. But I feel <sighs> like really, really open. I think also because I'm with someone for the first time that I could imagine that kind of life with mm-hmm, and a family mm-hmm. with. I just think I hadn't really dated anyone that I could imagine having a family with, let alone like even being with the next week. Right, but yeah. like, I think now that I have to like kind of know a little bit, um, I feel really open to it. But with the big caveat that I've realized is it caveat or caveat? I think, I think it's I think it's works. sort of tomato tomato. I think it really okay. is. I mean, so. um, <laughs> yeah. but I realize I'm not going to do it unless I'm really rich to enough to afford every single type of help available. Yes, yes, yes. I'm yes, talking yes. night nurse, nanny, mm-hmm. babysitter, mm-hmm. home with separate wing. I honestly think. Yeah, working in childcare, you should you should you should be paid at least seven figures. Oh, it's such a grueling job, and I think there's like shame, especially towards women, where it's like, well, you don't even work; you just stay home and you still have help to raise your kids. And I'm like, yeah, it's like the hardest thing in the world. It's like mm-hmm. a little gremlin, fucking little. You push out a little goober, and then it's like latching onto you, sucking the life out of you, ruining your body, ruining your mood. You go into depression. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm going to need some help. Yeah. With that. yeah. I also think there is a time in a young, young child's life where it's like there's like a period of time where they are dead set on trying to accidentally kill themselves. Like they're yes. trying to they're absolutely trying to run into a sharp corner they're really they're they're dead set on falling off a ledge like they will they'll sort of like crawl towards death and it's your job to keep the kid alive and Mm -hmm. that has to that's something i don't think i could personally deal with i was talking about this today um i I was co-hosting the podcast attitudes and aaron gibson asked if i would ever want a child and i was like 95 percent of me says no but I think there's 5% possibility that I could meet someone, fall absolutely head over heels in love with them, and they're my entire world. And if they were like, I yes. must have children, then yeah. I could see myself doing it. And it wouldn't be, you know, the craziest, worst thing in the world, because I do think I would be a good parent if I ever got over myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that's like a really, really narrow margin. 100% relate. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, Try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time, or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With their easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming 
building too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. Forward slash culturistas. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Is it weird to act as a parent? Like, what is, what is, is there a different philosophy to acting that, not philosophy, but like a thing about acting that you're learning as like, where you have to like pretend that you are this person's caretaker. Yeah, especially because I've like met his mom and like uh-huh. mm. she's this really sweet, tiny Indian woman who like wears Indian clothes and she's like so sweet and like quiet. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm just like, she must be looking at me being like, this bitch gonna mother my son. But you know, the thing with like acting is I feel like I've like, scam the system a little bit because uh-huh. like well because i feel like i started in comedy mm-hmm. and i know we like act but i haven't we we were it's a we, we scammed we scammed our way in a little bit it's a, a big little difference. bit yeah and so now i feel like people are like oh you can act but i'm like no <laughs> i'm just really sensitive mm-hmm. and so i feel all my emotions like really deeply all the time yeah and then I'm just really good at triggering myself. Yes. So is, I'm do, like, do I, you do that? Do you do you trigger yourself with 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 your own pain in order to go there? Yes, and yeah, that's probably not how you act. Like you're supposed to act. But Maybe. I'm just like, oh, I'm supposed to feel this. Let me think of something really sad that happened to me and put myself back in that place. And then I'm just like, it's just like free therapy. Uh huh. Yeah. But I should I, probably I learn like actual acting technique. But mm-hmm. then also I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's just see how long we can do this until someone's like, bitch, take a class. Right. And like most, I, I don't know. I was like on like a, on like an actor interview kick of like watching people talk about their process. And most of these, like these actors who we love are like, I don't really have one. Right. That's true. Like a process, you know, like they're like, I kind of just like, it depends project to project. And if you're triggering yourself to elicit the appropriate emotion, like that's 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 your that's technique. Like I think you're good. It's also really interesting. So, sometimes, sometimes when when I'm playing a character, and I can understand the emotional situation, and it's like for example in Fire Island, I have like and Bowen can I'm absolutely speaking I cannot this too. Wait, 
to watch that. Thanks. By the way, yeah. congratulations. You're going to love it. Um, but there's there's emotional scenes for all the characters. But mm-hmm. And I think that because that was such a meta experience of doing that movie, it was not difficult to put ourselves in those characters' shoes and therefore get to that emotional place. So that's one thing. But like Darcy has some emotional <laughs> stuff later in the season and the shit that oh, he really? gets upset about, I could never get upset about. So trying to conjure up like really, really real seeming emotion over something that you have no connection to is really Mm. hard. And so like on days when I had to be crying, like I would just be trying to maintain that all day and the crew was like tiptoeing around me and I was like, guys, I'm not actually upset. This is not real emotion. That's Uh what's what's so like annoying about it is you're like crying and like like really trying to get yourself there. And I was trying to trigger myself and I couldn't do it. And then I ended up crying because I was so frustrated that I couldn't do it. Honey, and you I was got like, there. well, I guess I got there. Like You got there. <laughs> Who cares how? Yeah, I was just dis- so disappointed that I cried. And I was like, oh, well, I guess this will, this will work too. Wow. Roll the tape. <laughs> That's meta. That's meta. Does Wait, was there stuff with Bina this season that you, that you like felt similarly about? Bina doesn't... Do you, do you don't really have no, any no, no, emotional crime? Not in terms of being emotional, but in terms of like, she's caring about something that I have no, I don't care about whatsoever or the other way around. Um, No, she's like very different from me, <laughs> but that's why it's fun. Cause it's like, it's a kind of character where it's like those like deep inappropriate thoughts that you, we all have, but like, you know, we're adults and we're good people. So uh-huh. we don't say them. She says them. So yeah. in a way it's kind of like scratching an itch. Cause we all like, I think secretly we all like want to, be awful sometimes yeah like you know like when i first got to college and i was like in a lecture hall for the first time (laughs) like in a history class or something like did you ever like have those urges where you just want to like stand up and yell something like really bad like really bad yeah yeah Yeah. we've we've all had dark canceled bad and then (laughs) i would i would like be like scared that i was gonna do it and then i'd be like don't don't say that and then i'd be like i'm not gonna say that oh my god i'm gonna say it I'm going to just do it. It's like, I think we have, is it just me? Like, I think we have those urges, but we're like good people. So we don't do it. Yeah. It's baby running to a ledge instinct. It's it's a violent urge. Yeah. We do have it. And like, so I think like when you get to play like someone like Bina, who's just fully unhinged, I get to just do it (laughs) and I have an excuse to do it. And hello, I get paid and rewarded to dream. Yeah, Dream. What's the 80 connection? 80 Bryant. So 80, as you know, was at Second City. So yes. I like, I was, you know, taking class at Second City and always watched her and like admired her. And then I got to audition when she got hired for SNL. Uh-huh. I got to audition to be her understudy. Oh, cool. And when, even when I was auditioning, um, it was either when I was auditioning or then when I eventually got it, she sent me like the nicest email. Oh, no, it was when I was auditioning because she was like, if you have any questions. Yeah. And I was like, well, you just got hired to SNL. I like don't really want to bother you. And she's like, no, seriously, like, you know, I want you to like feel comfortable because it's like all the parts that she wrote for herself and yeah. I have to do it and I can't, I, like no one can be her. So you have to find a way to like make it your own while still honoring the work. Right. And she, like, I had a couple questions and she sent me back like the nicest, most thorough email Ugh. walking me through every scene was like so sweet. And I was like, this woman, I don't know, just got hired to this iconic show dream job. And she's sitting here writing me an email so I can audition to be her understudy. She's oh the best. God, she's so like her. Yeah. sweet. And her parts were like so fun to do. Cause she's like brilliant. Wow. And you did become the understudy mm. and you, did and you I replace did, her? Yeah. 
I replaced her and then I got to do the, like the next um, two shows nice. where, where I got to like write my own stuff then. Yeah. Amazing. No, but it was like awesome because that was the first job also that like took me away from a nine to five because up until then I was like working as an editor. So I was like, okay, I'll just like do comedy for fun, but I have to make money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then Second City offered me a full-time job and my dad was like, you're living the life of a gypsy. You can't do this. And I was like, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> I forget then, that it's like that. Like, it, that's yeah. so different than UCB, which is, yeah. well, there was absolutely no money. Yeah. There was only paying them. But it's it's sort of like more review style. What's the experience of being in the company there like? You know, Second City is an interesting place for me. I can only speak to me personally. Yeah. And please do. Yeah, because it's like, obviously, as everyone's heard, like a lot of comedy institutions, extremely problematic. Yeah. But I still really value my time there because it actually gave me the confidence and affirmation that I could like perform for a living, whereas yeah. I didn't know I could before that. But like being part of an ensemble there, there's only six of you. And then you're like writing your show together. And I think the best thing that came out of it was like made me not precious with any of my work because it's mm-hmm. like I would write a sketch and sometimes you just write an idea and you'd improvise it. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is the funniest <laughs> thing. We're going to have to replace the chairs. Everyone's going to pee their pants. This is so good. It's going to get me in the Hall of Fame, a second city that doesn't exist. And then I would go on to, like on stage and it would be fucking crickets, uh, groans. And then that sketch would never see the light of day. So you had to just like move on really yeah. quickly. So like, I feel like it makes me now when I like write or like improvise something and someone doesn't like it or I audition, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, but I was thinking about you talking about working this day job, like being an editor. Like that's another part of the scam though for us. Yeah. Like for, I think for all three of us, I know like everyone has to do it. Like you have to eat somehow, but like, I think for us to like do what we do now and like, while like, nurturing this like side hustle while also having to like balance like this thing that like paid your bills. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's a scam, but it's also like, it's, it takes a lot of like mental work to do. I mean, that I haven't thought me, about that in a long time. No, it, because, because you haven't had to, but yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. that was, that was where I think I can speak for myself. Like hundred percent of my energy went to yeah. trying to maintain like anything having to do on a day-to-day basis with my my like aspirations and my like dream career while also needing to work in a restaurant all the time and Mm -hmm. i honestly think what keeps me going and what keeps me like honestly like really always wanting the next job is because i refuse to go back to working in a high volume seafood restaurant right and i do i do have fears that i will like i will i will still have like stress Dreams, we'll call them nightmares, actually. I- I'm going to call it a nightmare. That, like, I forgot Table 2's Diet Coke. You know wow. what I mean? Like, it's really, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, and and the refusal to go back to that life is something that, I don't know, I think when, when you are a person that's, like, needs to work and doesn't have the privilege of having, like, the money that's always there so you can 100% of the time be pursuing, mm-hmm. you know, be pursuing yeah. your career and what you want, like, that separates people. And Sudi is the same way. Like, and yeah. you actually, Poonam, like, was part of uh, Sudi's JFL, New Faces. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, that's like, another connection we had. Six years ago, we yeah. met. Wow. She's so, so funny. She's she's the best. 
Yeah. And so basically, like, I think that's something we all share is like the the need to hustle mm-hmm. and also like have that survival job was. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's something. It's 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 weird. I don't know. I, I, I promise this is not like a stoner thought. I'm not stoned. I'm totally sober. But I'm like, <laughs> it is weird how this is like a universal like journey into comedy acting, which is you like go through this whole pipeline. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of just like a, it's a risk. You take like a huge risk to go act like a fucking idiot for free, like to go play pretend with other adults. And then Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I found a picture. So I moved to LA to do the, uh, the CBS diversity showcase. Uh, Yes. No big deal. Um, Where you're (laughs) like in a basement. Honey. Do you remember what year you did it? 2015. Okay, great. Was that yeah. the year we were supposed to do it? But no, no Matt, you and I were supposed to do like 2017 or 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we oh were gonna do, we were gonna do it a couple years later. And yeah, then yeah. We oh did my not. gosh. Well, <laughs> I found a picture of me the other day, and it was like a sketch someone had written about uh-huh. Scooby Doo, and I was dressed like Velma, but it was like makeshift costume. So it was like. A brown tablecloth tied around me as a skirt, an orange ill-fitting sweater, and like literally like like a like a wig that looks like a toupee and then glasses. Uh-huh. And I'm just standing there, and I'm standing next to. Do you know Cola Scola? Yes, yes of, course. of course. Brilliant. One of the greatest one of comedic, the, one brilliant of minds of people. our time. Yes, yes. He's standing next to me, dressed like Scooby. Oh. And I was just like looking at that picture and I had made a gif at the time uh-huh. that said that moment where you ask yourself, what the hell are you doing? With your <laughs> <life>? <laughs> it happened in that moment on stage. It happened doing in Scooby-Doo. that moment. And I was <laughs> like, I feel like, especially as comedians, we have that all the time because we're like, when we're starting, we're like in a basement yeah, with filled with asbestos. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're serving blue pictures of blue drink there's a pizza on the stage there's a dog roaming around you're like you're doing a problematic accent and yeah. you're just like what are we doing <laughs> yeah and uh, like also the the funny thing is like speaking of the smells of those places i will never forget bowen do you remember finding out remember that smell in the pit underground it, it, that pit underground had yeah, where, where yes. by the way one time bowen and i did a show for one person one person mm-hmm. it was matt and bowen we, we were doing sluck sluck we had a slutty lip sync dance duo named sluck <laughs> and one person came and it was our friend amanda and um I remember finding out that that smell was dead rat. What? Yes. That (sighs) smell was dead decomposing rat. And I think it was a bartender at the time that was that I was like sort of flirting with there that told me that. And he was like, you know what that smell is? It's dead oh rat. It's rodents. That's what that is. And I always just thought it was like, it must be like a cleaner they used or something. But it, do you remember that distinct I remember that smell? smell? I remember that smell. You'll never Ooh. forget the smells of these places. Wait, but how did the rat pass? No, no, no. Not rat. Rats. So was, was there like rat poison and then they would eat it and they were just, the carcasses were just left there? They were like behind this, they were like somewhere in the walls or something or like, because you, you know there's like thousands of rats everywhere you go in New York City, you yeah, just don't yeah, see yeah, them. Yeah. There's like millions of rats everywhere. Yeah. How do you get them out? You, you got to break into the wall. You have to break into the wall. Absolutely. But break this the is, wall. anyway, this is all to say that like, what a beautiful journey 
to have you to have all of us do this, but then for you guys specifically to end up on the show with Sudi mm-hmm. and then with Vanessa and Molly and Jeremy and like all, all the people who worked on the show. I'm watching the show and I go, this is a perfect show. It feels like it's it's made for me in a way where I'm like, I, it's all these people who I love all like working on the same project. And oh, it's so, it's just so good. I did get to watch the first episode with Bowen when they, when they put it on Showtime and Bowen said, this is exactly the kind of show I want to watch. And I was like, oh, I hope, oh. I, hope I hope more people that are like, you know, have great taste say that. Like I genuinely, oh. I don't know. I, I would imagine that you've, well, I know you have, like you've, you've, you've booked and been around like, yeah. So you know it feels like a special show. No, it is. It, there's not a dud in the group. The writing is like insanely good. We were cackling mm-hmm. out loud. I like couldn't even memorize my lines because I was like saying them out loud to myself and I couldn't get through them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's so good. It's such an all, like literally it's stars on stars. Yeah, yeah. And even my mom likes it and she doesn't like <gasps> anything. It's a show for moms. It's definitely literally the only criticism she had was like, I didn't like that sweater you wore or whatever. <laughs> And you she were like, I didn't like it either. She always has like opinions about the wardrobe. And like literally <laughs> once she hated my wardrobe on a show so much, but she was like, so do they force you to wear those clothes? <laughs> and I was like, like against my will. And she's like, yeah, like in her mind, like there's no way I would have chosen to wear that outfit. It was so bad. It's one of those things where you, you can't really explain to a parent like what goes into like, this is yeah. not, it's not up to you. So in a way she's right. Like you, you are being forced. But also it's like, that's what you took away. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. It's funny. It, it, it is parent <laughs> the sweater. Yeah, yes. but yeah. you know, moms are just critical. Yeah, you know, it's it's. There's Darcy wears a suit in the first episode, which is so tight that my. I mean, we can just say my dick is out. You can really <laughs> but the see body my dick. Right. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but like my penis was fully out and I could feel my mom like sort of floating around oh. it. But she was like, "Yeah, that suit." I thought you wore it well. Um, <laughs> it's like, what do you do when you're a mom and your son's penis is out? You know what I right, mean? That's right. a big question I have. What do you do when you're a mom out and your son's, son's penis, penis is, out? Yeah. is out? Like I, we, we, I did these photos for Gay Letter and Thongs that Cole and Joel also did. And it was like the one picture that my mom and dad did not like. And I know they saw yeah. it. Oh. So what do you do when your son's ass is out and you his dick is on anything. TV? You know, you can't. And this is what we have to ask ourselves when we end up wanting kids. Yes. Yeah. You you have to think ahead and, and think, how am I going to be when I see their dick out? Because at a certain age, it transitions from that's my child's dick to no, that's their dick. That's their, that's dick. their dick. That's not my butt I'm responsible exactly. for. That's their butt now. I can't. I'm- yeah. I can only touch their butt and dick for so long to tuck it back in. And then at a certain age, I can't touch them anymore. Yeah, they, yeah. they have to deal with that on their own. I'll never <laughs> yeah. forget that one time my dad came in. I was like 14 or 15 years old. And I was like, for some reason, I was taking a shower in his bathroom. And I know for a fact he came in on purpose to see what if I had pubes. And I think that was the first time he ever saw me oh, with pubes. And he, I saw him like smirk, like, yeah, my kid has pubes now. You know what I mean? Like, but of course, when I was a little kid, they saw me naked all the time running around. And then yeah. I guess around like five, six, you know, that starts to be like, you know, you, you, I don't want my parents seeing me naked, but this was a thing all the time. And then I sort of went away to the wilderness to go, you know, the wilderness, like being my bedroom and shutting the door and like having a puberty moment. And then they see you and all of a sudden your kid's like a little man. Also, I like how your dad thought it would be less awkward to walk in on you naked than to just ask. <laughs> like, hey, uh, it's been a while since I've seen you naked. I'm wondering what the pube situation is now. I know you probably got it. 
Uh, show me. She's like, nah, I'll just go sleep for myself. <laughs> like, I wonder what that was. Yeah. He should have just asked you, but I guess it's also weird to ask you, are you growing hair down there yet? Yeah. I think, I yeah. think, I, it's and a listen, lose-lose. if they have any questions about my penis now, they can just watch episode one of I Love That For You. And it's oh. like pretty, it's like pretty, it's, it's pretty graphically <laughs> out there. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of 
gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Speaking of penises, you know, beginning of life, going back to the beginning and the drawing board, Punan Patel, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? I think it was... If I'm understanding the question correctly. I'm I bet sure you are. You are. You're, a very, you're a smart girl. I think it was person. like the culture. It was like uh, Indian haggling culture. Uh-huh. Oh my because God. We can like, talk about this. Yes. It is like haggling and deals and stuff like that is like <sighs> a very big part of being Indian. Yes. And I think I it used to kind of embarrass me um, because it, it's not just about being cheap because Indians are going to like bindi jewelers jewelry store and buying like thousands of dollars of gold yeah and they have a little (laughs) shitty calculator held together by tape and they're like calculating the price per thing and then my mom's grabbing the calculator and she's like what about this per ounce of gold so they're like buying expensive things but they're still haggling and when they're also haggling you know with the guy selling a cucumber at the market um (laughs) but i think it like really enforced this idea of like you're not gonna get the best of me oh, <laughs> oh yeah interesting i love that yeah and not in a paranoid way but in a way that is empowering because even now like especially as you know like in this industry like mm-hmm. when we first start as any marginalized group we're just like so fucking excited someone let to, us yeah. in whether yeah, we have to crawl in through the window or up through the toilet, we got here and we're just right. like so happy we're here. And we're like, they'll kick us out if we say anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Indian haggling culture that has been ingrained into my DNA didn't allow me though, even from the beginning to just accept everything and be in this place of like toxic gratitude. Cause uh-huh. I'm very grateful, toxic but I feel gratitude. like it's now allowed me to be like, no, I know we can do better. Yeah, it, you're right that it is when you struggle to get your foot in the door, because not only is it hard, period, but also when you are the type of person that only gets offered a certain thing and you feel like you're in competition with people like you, um, it's it is like once when, when they decide to hand you an opportunity. I remember like when they first told me, I got offered a job one time and the pay was insanely low and I was so excited about it. I was like, they want to pay me $5,000 an episode. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's like, that's like $20,000 for four episodes. Uh And then uh you hear like, no, that's a joke. Like you could, you, you can't say yes to that, but it was more money than I had ever thought about. It's all relative. And, and also you're just like, well, don't piss them off. Don't go back and say that's not acceptable because then, you know, I don't want them to be mad at me. Yeah. Well, they'll take it away. They'll take it away and give it to someone else. So you feel like you bypassed that, like that moment of like, ooh, I don't know. Like this is, I don't want to like rock the boat too much. You think like with haggling, like you got to skip that maybe? Yes. I mean, I feel like I'll still, if I care about something, I'll still do it 
even for free because I like want to do it. And I feel privileged enough that I can be in that position. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And also it's like, I'm very aware that when you have an agent or a manager, you have to give them 10%. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, (laughs) if I don't need you, I'm not paying 10%. It's like, (laughs) I will get rid of you. And keep the team small until people are like, you have to have a lawyer. You have to do this. So I'm like, okay, fine. Oh, yeah. Wow. But also I'm like, well, they're going to ask. What's the harm in asking? Yeah. Right. Worst comes right. to worst, someone says no. But like, I always have to at least try. It's like this weird thing in me. Like today, so I'm in Toronto right now and we're in this like little corporate apartment, but it has like a little bit of corporate apartment smell. And so I was like, you know what? I need like a <laughs> diffuser or something nice. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. And I went to like West Elm today, uh-huh, uh-huh. like a little rich white lady. And the diffusers <laughs> were like $79 yeah. for one diffuser. And I was like, like the immigrant in me and like the cheap Indian in me was like, that's ridiculous. I mean, I was like, but I really like the smell and I want to live in a place that smells good. And uh-huh, I want uh-huh. I and want you to can have afford it. <laughs> and also I can afford it. I'm doing, I'm filming a movie. Like, but like, even when I was up there, I was like, can I pretend I'm a student? Can I go <laughs> yeah. online and sign up for an email? And then I bought it and it ended up being like $81 Canadian. And I was like, really? And then I came home and then I transferred it to like USD and it's like 63. And I was like, got him. Yeah. <laughs> I got a deal just by like translating the currency. But like that was like, but I still got a deal because I bought a Canadian, but it was only 63 and I thought it was 81. Wow. I mean, that's the journey I'm on. (laughs) That's no, I honestly really admire that because I feel like I went the other way. Like, like, okay. So like my parents growing up, like did that thing where at like, let's say we were at Macy's or something. And like, I wanted like to buy like a pair of shoes. They would like, barter with the the, the the salesperson. Did they do that? Did, did your parents do this? Yes, like, and I've like, done it for friends. Oh, see, <laughs> there's God always a drawer you. that has little coupons in it. Mm-hmm. I don't always do it drawer. as much anymore because I'm trying to value my energy. Yeah. And yeah. and also I'm like, it's a show of self-worth if I can treat myself to nice things. Right. Um. So that's something I've learned, like buy less stuff, but ni- nice stuff. But nice mm. stuff. But totally. no, growing up, we were always like, I think there's a little thread coming out here. Can we get 10% off? Yes, yes. And guess what? But- Macy's is going to be just fine. I'm not doing it when totally. I travel to Columbia to- with a street vendor who's like selling right. a-, a wooden whistle or something. Yes. But Macy's is going to be just fine. West Elm, going to be just fine. Okay, totally. I was still mortified. <laughs> I was still like, so like, just so like, not like there was some shame yeah. with that. I was like, oh, I don't like, like, I don't like this. And like, when I grow up, I'm going to make enough money to not have to do this ever. So I think I internalized that. Mm-hmm. And now I like spend too much money on shit that I have no business buying. Bowen has always been like that. I've yeah. always been I shocked by the amount of money he's willing to pay. Like, I'll never That's forget. Bad. I'll never it's forget bad. the sweatshirt and the sweatshirt. The sweatshirt. The, there was there was an iconic famous sweatshirt that I can't <laughs> believe he didn't keep and put in a museum yeah, because we yeah. were like when I tell you we were broke we, we were, were truly broke. broke after college to the point where like like whenever we'd go like on the on like uh trips together for for sketch comedy like some we of us draft. wouldn't even go to lunch because we couldn't afford it because the trip had cost a couple hundred bucks or whatever yeah. for yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah. but i remember one time bowen got a maison kitsune sweatshirt yeah <laughs> that was just a gray crew neck sweatshirt and it With said lo- 
Maison it said Maison Kitsune. No real like, reason. It costs more than uh, $70. Let's truly. Say. And I was at the point where I was like, well, an expensive sweatshirt is, of course, 45 bucks. You right. know what I mean? That was yeah. me at the time. And I was like, how much was that? And he's like, I don't want to tell you. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Thinking, well, that must mean it must have been $80 or something. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, I'll let you guess. And I was like, was it $80? And he was like, it's more. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And then I went up. I was like, was it $250? Like thinking that was a, the, the wildest joke That's I could right. ever say. Yeah. And he was like, it was more than that. And it was $330. It was a $330 sweatshirt. Cotton. sweatshirt, cotton, nothing special about it. And I, 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 <laughs> it's very stupid, but that's like. But you're worth it. No, I'm not. I mean, I like really. <laughs> at the time, I, we were not worth that. We and were that, not I couldn't that. wrap my head around it. And I couldn't let it go at the time. I was like, because we were making, we were fully self-producing sketch comedy videos for like $300. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, we could have done a pop roulette video with that. I know. I really could have put that money towards a video. I like, <laughs> I, I've, I've never been a good spender of money. I really haven't. And I still don't think I am. Um, I love I, it about you now. because I, I love it. I love it. I feel like we both could like meet each other more towards each other. Maybe. Totally. Because I'm trying agree. to be more like you. And I feel like in this past year, I've really been good about it. Good. Like, as good. you can tell by my diffuser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your 63 American dollars diffuser. Yeah. But you know, it's only with products with food. It's mm. like money doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't matter. I'm paying for everyone. Bottle for the table. Tasting menu. That's with an food experience. or an experience. Yeah. yeah. Travel yeah. and food. I'm like, I will bleed myself dry for it. Uh-huh. But, Ugh, I, you know. Now I really wish you had joined us um, for dinner a couple nights in Mexico City. Wait, that one, Bo, in that one place we went, what was that? Was It was like the courses. It was called like... Oh, oh, Olay, Olea or something. And we, it was like yeah. a 10 course meal. It was oh. amazing. We loved it. And that was the night we were supposed to meet up with you, I think. It was. We were like having the, the time of our life, like drinking, mezcal, being like, we're going to meet up with. I'll t- what? Yeah. I'll tell you what. No, it's just, I think it's because I had like lost my voice at that point. So I was uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, I might have COVID. Uh-huh. And yeah. my, like, even more than getting it, I have a fear of like giving it to someone and ruining of course, their life. Of course. And we were filming. And so I was like, and that's not. To be quite honest, Matt, I was concerned about you, but <laughs> Bowen, I was like, I can't have that be Bowen's first impression of no, me. No, I, I would have loved sick. it. <laughs> I, I just, I just gotten it, so I was like, come. But I, I know, totally but you know it. what? We just have to go back now because I want to go to Pajol. Wait, what's Pajol? It's like the most famous restaurant in Mexico City. Oh, so I went to like the more casual place, which was amazing. But it's like this stunning. It's um. Olvera. Hold on, let me look it up. And what was uh-huh, the other uh-huh. place we went to? Contramar? Contramar. Oh, that place is so good. Yes, Contramar is the place that like, everybody goes to and it's like so lovely. Yes, Enrique Olvera. Enrique Olvera. He's like an amazing chef and he owns Pujol or maybe wow. it's Puy- Puyol. Pujol. Did, did you Pujol. go to, did you go to that like cenote slash cave restaurant by Tuahan? By, by Teotihuacan. No. Or, yeah. So this was my second time in Mexico City. The okay, first great. time we did do the pyramids as well. And I almost went to that place. It's but then it awful. started raining. It's awful. It was yeah, terrible. It was disgusting. And the, anyway, the driver said <laughs> the food was bad. 
It, the, honestly, so did our driver. He was like, yeah. you'll love the experience. But uh, we went down there and Bowen, this this was, so, have we had this on the pod? <laughs> this guy, literally, this waiter walks over and he's like so confident. He was like, all right, it's so good that you guys are here. You have to get this drink. This is the finest drink on the menu. This will be the drink you remember from this trip. And you're like, absolutely. Like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. We're so excited. We're like, woo. And then he brings over what was essentially mud in a cup. It was like, <laughs> what was, it, was like, it? It was like a weird, like not even horchata <laughs> trying to be no alcohol in it. And then I literally wanted to order like, <laughs> this is so funny. This is so good. <laughs> a, ch- a chicken or something. And then this waiter goes, this waiter goes to me. No, no, you're not getting that. Get, get this instead. I was like, oh, he didn't even ask a straight about up the, telling me no. You're not honestly, getting it. Was that. Bo- Bowen came in hard with a decision? He was like, "I would like this." No, no. You're not, I you're actually not love get that. that. I respect that, especially when you're in another country and yeah, they kind of like put you in their pl- in your place. Or when I can tell I'm being like hustled in another country, I'm like, you know what? I'll let it pass because this is your place and I'm on your turf. Yes, yeah. I mean, I think it was a little bit of that because we fully laid down on the tracks and let them run over us with oh, bad yeah. food and drink. I love it. It was I love everything it. was so bad, but the the experience was cute. It was a gorgeous cave. Beautiful yeah. cave. Beautiful, beautiful cave. cave. And the the food and drink was beautiful gowns. Gorgeous gowns. <laughs> gorgeous gowns. But like haggling, like what was like is there like a moment besides like the gold in the calculator that you remember? Where like, cause I there are moments where I remember my parents like like a sh- with shoes being like, no, we're gonna scream at this lady at Macy's to like ha- to pay like thirty percent less, and like yes. this woman being like, we we can't we can't do that. I'm so sorry, and me being so embarrassed, and mortified. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was always peak in India, but yeah. now when you go shop in India, they literally have signs in the clothing stores that are like set prices, fixed prices, yes. mm-hmm. and it's all barcode. Right. But like back then they were writing it by paper and it's like full screaming matches. A lot of the clothing stores also you take your shoes off and you're like sitting on this big padded thing and they're like yeah. just throwing around saris and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like you make a big pile of cloth that you're going to buy <laughs> and then you're like, they're writing numbers and we're like, no, this. And then literally it gets to the point where my mom will just like, for example, if they're like, no, pay us Fifteen hundred, and my mom's uh-huh. like, "I'm only doing twelve for a matter of three hundred rupees, which is like, you know, like four dollars." Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's not the right conversion, but you know what I mean. Like yeah, at the end, nothing. it's like, what am I arguing about? But like, she'll just take out twelve hundred, and then she'll just like put it out and start walking out and start gathering her stuff, and they'd be like, "No, no, no, I really can't." And she's like, <gasps> "Take it, put it in their hand," and I was like, "I love it." It's a boss move. That's so cool. It really actually. is. And also it's it, it's about the principle. It is. And it's also about yeah, proving to yourself that you can winning. win an interaction. Yes. Yeah. It's about winning. Yeah. No, but now I feel like in her older age, she's very much about like living a more like stress-free life. And so she's like, I'm right. not doing that. Because she's put in the work. She's put in the hours. She's put in the like, work. There you go. Now she has to enjoy yeah, you got to enjoy. It is interesting when you see your parents turn a corner on their personality. You know what I mean? It's like my dad was always very impatient and like he sort of, I think he had a temper and now uh, not in a bad way, but he mm-hmm. uh, he was just very quick to be like, what are you talking about now? Like, yeah. and like now I see him more chilled out. Um, 
but it was such a thing about his personality his whole life. And it was so funny because his favorite singer is Jimmy Buffett, who's like, you can tell it's just my dad. I don't know if he's conscious of it, but like, of course, his favorite singer would be like the personification of vacation. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) literally because he needed that to like chill. Mm. Um, But nowadays it's, it is funny because like, so you're saying your mom is now no longer like this. I think for them, it's not like they had some like, spiritual awakening i think they just got like tired yeah tired and they're like i and they're like start to and they're like Ugh. yeah like i think they're just tired yeah well, i was gonna ask you whereabouts in florida are you from vero beach it's like this little town about like two and a half three hours north of miami on the east coast it's like half trash whites half rich trash whites and uh-huh. then like now there's more Indian families. When my parents moved there, there was like five Indian families. And then it's a large citrus producing county. So there's like a large migrant worker population as well. It's an interesting oh, place. It. It's like kind of feels like one of those places that's been forgotten about when you go there. Cause it's like, I think like over pandemic, my mom's like big news was like the pizza hut closed. Like they don't even have a pizza hut anymore. <laughs> So they have no. to order from Domino's. Oh, well, I mean, let's have that conversation. Domino's is better. No, actually, I'm going to say Pizza Hut is better. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That feels like a betrayal. I, 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 did you, you, no, you guys, personal pan. And also like growing up, did you, did you, uh, did you not hit up the buffet at lunchtime? Yes. The best ranch I've ever had in my life to this day, Pizza Hut buffet. Pizza buffet was like a savior. It was a lifeline to immigrant diaspora populations. And the orange soda there, best orange soda I've ever best had in my life. Soda. I don't know what the extra fizz. Bring back orange soda, to be honest. Yeah, would love that. Why? Why did that? Why did that? Like honestly, why did that go away. You are so right. By the way, Hans is saying um, can confirm. Can confirm pizza. pizza. Okay, he, I really thought I was in a Domino's house. I, I'm not shit talking Pizza Hut, and I, I'm not gonna put Pizza Hut down because I'm a Domino's girl. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That that's not the type of person I am or ever want to be. Yeah, but I will we say that, that that there are things about Domino's. That, that people don't even talk about, which are superior. The cheesy bread, the wings, honey. They have Ooh. some of the best wings and they and it's happening at Domino's and it's happening tonight. Actually, <laughs> it is Hold on. around Matt, the country. Matt, I have to remind Matt, and I'm like, one time we were shooting a pop roulette sketch. We were shooting a sketch in my apartment and there was like, you know, a crew of like four people and I wanted to order like four Domino's pizzas to feed everybody. Uh, this was Matt. This was Facebook crazy. Facebook crazy. Do you remember, this? Do you, we, do you remember you, this night? Yes, I I remember this night, but I don't remember this. This I want to I want to say I ordered the Domino's pizzas. It was like five p.m. or no no. It was like seven p.m. I was like, yeah. okay, max amount of time on a lot is like an hour for those pizzas to get here. <gasps> oh, it was like, now I remember this. Oh, this was iconic. It was like four <laughs> blocks away. Yeah. And then basically, it's not that interesting of a story, but basically it was delayed for three and a half hours. <gasps> it three and a half was hours. shocking. I've did never... They, they did not They did not comp it. That's they why you needed me there. It. That's part of haggling yes. culture. Yeah. Always get a the comp. comp. I just disputed a charge, but I just didn't recognize. And then after they comped it, I was like, oh my God, it's because I bought my cousin's book and it was the press that sold her book. <laughs> but you took oh, the comp. No. I took the comp. I well, didn't you realize won. until later. That's because you had won. I mean, like, how, how do you do it? Because I'm, I'm too, I'm not brave enough to ever dispute. 
Always I, dispute. I will dispute for you. If you ever have a dispute, I will take the time and do it for you. Can, 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 we, can we just can we just like role play right now? Like I'm, I'm, I'm so nice about it. Oh, really? That's how you do it. I always feel like I always kind of tip the aggression too much. And then they go, no. No. The, see, you have to just be confident, but nice. Uh-huh. So I'll be like, hey, so I was looking through my statement and I noticed this charge from Austin PS State University. And you know, I live in LA. I haven't been to Austin in years and I didn't even know that was a university. So I, I <laughs> checked all my statements. I've gone through all my purchases. I keep all my receipts. Lie. Lie. And I literally uh. cannot find this transaction. And so I'm just concerned that maybe my information was leaked somehow and I just want to prevent further charges. So could you, you know, put an alert on that and maybe and comp that and just send me uh-huh. a card? And they're like, oh yeah, sure, sure. And then after, and then my cousin's book came in the mail and I opened it up and one of the press said, With Austin, Austin. P.S. State. <gasps> wow. Small independent press. Amazing. Oh no! $17 I scammed them out of. I feel very bad. That's the one thing. I do feel bad about that. No, this is, your pub- this is a public apology. This is a, this is an apology. Yes. Okay, but see, but you do have to go through the trouble of getting a new card then, right? Well, for that, but other times, well, yeah, because then they'll put a fraud alert. Right. But I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I, just, I, got, I, have, hey, I have multiple credit cards. Well, no, of course, same. But like, I, you know, but what I, what I love is autofill my, mm-hmm. my, 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 my browser knowing my cards. It is like, one of the greatest inventions. It's autofill. one of the greatest inventions. Yes. It's one of the most dangerous inventions as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a double-edged sword. It's actually why they came up with that expression, double-edged sword. That's why they say it's double-edged double Yeah, yeah. Sword. Both edges. Dangerous. Yeah. But you know, I'm not doing it now, I don't want to give the impression that I'm doing it on charges that I outright know that I charge. No, of course. Of but course. I will get a comp, like if I order something delivery, but I will also always be sure to make it, blame it on the company and not the driver. Because I'm also not trying to get anyone fired. So I said, the driver was great. He was really communicative. Da, 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 da. The app told me this and mm. the app misquoted me. And so, and I, I pulled this a lot be like, and I ordered food for a party and my guests were hungry because yeah. I always ordered that is, enough that is food a huge, a huge, huge sort of like that language is very powerful. My guests yes. were hungry and my guests were left hungry and it was so embarrassing. And I had to spend extra money to then go out and get more food because <laughs> yeah. your app misquoted me and it is an error on Ubers. And then I explicitly say, I want to re- reiterate that the driver was amazing. He was yes. great. He had no part in this error. Right. Wow. And I, I wonder if you ever tell them, you know, if, the, if I'm just, you know, going back in time, the sketch comedy crew <laughs> that was at my apartment was hungry. And yes, I was there shooting, producing, mm-hmm. sketch comedy with yeah. my best friend, Matt. Yeah. And, and, we, and, we, were, and we were tired while we acted. <laughs> and yes. The camera picks up on everything, especially <laughs> yeah. our very subtle, gorgeous acting in the sketch Facebook crazy. Which I believe is still up. It's still up online. I think it's. Oh my ooh. god! I gotta Google. Someone, someone. Okay, no, this might be my own thing. So, honey, mm, but like, shit. if you have to, if you watch your old acting when you were like, no one's gonna see this. But when someone stumbles <sighs> upon, I'm like, oh god. No, especially when you become Bowen Yang. No, yeah. no, no, no even, noted legend that. of sketch comedy. Yeah. And then they go back and find your old sketches, and you're like, oh yeah, back here when I wasn't good. But I say, leave it up. Sunny oh, and I wrote show that show one. Your human. Sh- yeah, show, show your, your human. human. No, no, no. Yeah. Matt and Sudi wrote. Matt and Sudi, two people involved, and I love that for you. Wrote this sketch, Facebook crazy. 
Wow. And it starred wow, Bowen wow, Yang wow. and myself. And it was about, get this, this was cutting edge at the time, people on Facebook who acted crazy. But Fresh. at the time, it was like... It really was. Yeah. It used to crush. It used to crush. It used to crush. What if it goes viral again because of this episode? I mean, the readers will definitely watch it. The readers it. will watch it. But you, but you have to understand, this was a different time. This was like 2014-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When like, being being like unhinged on Facebook or on social media was a very specific thing like in your community. Yeah. And it was not this like societal problem and which is which it has obviously now become. Anyway. Did you ever get buck wild on Facebook, P? <laughs> you know what though? Not as much on Facebook because I think at, by the time I hit social media, I was like, oh, the internet's not a safe space. But where <laughs> I was unhinged, where I think it stemmed from, uh, aim away messages. Okay, oh talk about God. talk about what a typical Punam away message was like. <laughs> I'm talking dashboard confessional lyrics. Oh yeah. come on, of ghost course. of a good thing, emotional <laughs> lyrics, ghost of a good thing, ghost of a good thing. I'm chasing the ghost of a good thing. I was single. I wasn't chasing dating anybody. No one had broken up with me or broken my heart because no one had dated me. Oh my god! Very emotional. Very long aim away messages. Just so people could be like, hey, what's wrong? Are and you I'd okay? Like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I, I used Psycho. to put I used to put dashboard confessional lyrics um in my in my profile and away messages too. And it would literally be like, and you kissed me like you meant it. Mm-hmm. But like uh, ver- vertical, like and oh, wow. you oh, yeah. kissed me like you meant it. Emphasis. And then I, but and also it was such a thing of trying to seem like you were in a romantic conflict or like a stressful group dynamic situation with your friends when everything was fine and like nothing was happening. I am so dramatic. You know that song, Brandy, Have You Ever? Yeah. So have you ever loved somebody so much yeah. makes you cry? I used to listen to that song and cry because my answer was no. Because I had never loved someone. It was like in high school, and I'd be like, No, I haven't loved someone. So I don't know what I'm I love a That song is epic, and Diane Warren wrote it. Really? Yes. No one someone knows that. Back. Someone does. Someone. Someone did a sample on it recently. Like, like, like one of these new R and B girls did a sample of. Uh, mm. We just talked about Brandy. Um, actually, Bowen was on my HBO Max movie podcast, and we talked about how Brandy played Roxy Hart on Broadway in Chicago, and she was iconic. Like, like a few years, three ago. or like four five, years ago, three, four or five. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, within the last decade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she she was iconic for adding riffs to the score. To that candor yeah. and up score, like the name on everybody's lips, <laughs> Mary Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> like giving her like iconic brandy vocals. And ha- I mean, have she you did ever it on the Rugrats soundtrack? That yes. woman can't be stopped. <gasps> have you ever wow. is one of the hardest songs to sing? It's so hard. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. so there's like a, there's an epic key change in it when she goes. Have you ever needed? And she just makes it sound so effortless because she's so she's sharp. crying. Yeah. yeah, the cry, the wailing and pain in her voice. It tra- and I had one of those boom boxes that had a little remote control with it. Mm-hmm. But my boombox was right next to my bed, but I'd like lay in bed with yes. the remote control just so I could be like, repeat. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Remember back in the day too, when you there was no Spotify there, and you had to either buy the album or what I would do, and maybe you guys identify with this was whenever my parents and I would like go out for dinner or whatever, I would put a cassette in my radio and put on FM radio and just hit record. record. And yeah. it, I, then when I got home, I would listen to the whole thing to see if I had happened to catch, speaking of Brandy, The Boy Is Mine. You know like what I mean? Like Stone oh. Age shit. Wow. I, I remember The Boy Is Mine, I which, which just was very high placed on the great global songbook. Thank you very much. Um, it was I. I was chasing that song as a little fag, all over town. Honey, I, I needed it, and I eventually did get it on a cassette. And I would just rewind that shit. Oh, cassette culture. Cassette culture. Well, I mean, the music video, very historic moment for feminism. Absolutely. And the music Absolutely. Video where yeah. it opens, and then she's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then they, they've combined forces because they're they like, have a man is not going to turn us against each other. Yes. We need to talk about this more. We haven't talked about the music video enough. We always talk about the, the music itself on The Boy's The mind. video. The Mackay Pfeiffer, right? Can I, I just quickly talk about, though, this teenage thing that for our generation was aim away messages, being very dramatic, mm-hmm. pretending you were in love or pretending you were, you knew anything about a relationship. Like, this makes me think now about have you guys watched the girl, the girl from Plainville yet? No, but I watched the original documentary. Okay, okay, okay but great. But first episode, like at the end, where she's like, spoiler alert, where she like acts alongside Leah Michelle and Glee, like <gasps> pretending to cry, like or not pretending to, but crying, saying the same lines as her. Like that's a different that for like that generation. It's like let me like I need to like I don't have the vocabulary yet to really express this 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 kind of feeling i have i don't i can't attach it to my own reality yet and so let me like i would do that with Grey's anatomy all the time Matt, i don't know about yeah. you would uh, well, i i used to do it to lost, I, lost. I, I would quote i would quote it to myself yeah i mm-hmm. i would do it to lost and honestly uh, oftentimes it was silent the stuff that i was doing yes, so i remember yes. i'll never forget when son was leaving Jim uh in season <laughs> one episode six of lost and she is in the airport, and that iconic score is playing that. And I, I love the score was huge for me. This was literally the moment where I decided I wanted to, to be in television. I wanted to write television, act mm. on television. Was watching Yunjin Kim walk away from Daniel Day Kim, and then mm. she turned over her shoulder, and the score was playing, and he lifted up the orchid. And like it was the first nice thing he had done for her in like years of them being married. And she decides to turn back around and get on the plane and then the plane crashes and they they're they're marooned on and the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, this wordless thing, and I used to watch it again and again, and I would be crying and crying and crying. Uh, and it was it was a way to access emotion for me. Yes, yes, yes. Tr- a yeah. trigger. Yeah, it was trigger. a trigger. Now you know what to watch. You know, sometimes still wow. to this day, one of the things I tried when I had to get emotional, and I love that for you, was I was listening to the Big Fish soundtrack because that movie. That's and a great John movie. August oh, yeah. listens to this podcast sometimes and he wrote the movie. And which I, is, I fucking think, love Big Fish. One of so the most, I, one of the most uh, prized things in my life is knowing that he likes this podcast and he wrote that movie. I love that movie. And at the end, when, um, when he's telling the story to his father about, um, how they get him to the river 
and the music is playing, I sometimes will still trigger myself with that. And it works Ooh. most of the time. Oh my God. And in the end, we're, you're like, he wasn't lying. Right. He was just exaggerating. Yeah. That was my first exposure to Helena Bonham Carter. I was like, who the hell oh, is this woman? Wow. She and was then, amazing in that. And then Tim Burton, you know, used her a million times and... Yeah, I don't yes. know. I love we, we we love her. I don't know why. Oh, she's on HBC. I mean, look, she can just she can come on my screen. You know what I really liked about HBC when I watched the Harry Potter um, yes. documentary that just came out on HBO. She was so like flirty with Daniel Radcliffe, and she was like, really? she basically was making jokes like she's like, yeah, I remember when I remember on, the, on this on this day on set. Yeah, I, I like she's like basically was like <laughs> making crass like sex jokes with Daniel Ooh, Radcliffe, and you can it. tell they have such like a little cheeky little relationship, and like he, she's so much older than him, but like you can tell oh, they man. really get along like a house on fire. And I was like, wow, she's a she seems like a blast like to a me. Time. Oh yeah, she's like a fun witch. <laughs> yeah, she's like a fun witch. It's ruler culture number eleven. Helena, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter, Carter is a fun, is like a fun witch. witch. She's like a fun witch. Like a fun witch. Uh, speaking of fun witches, I think the three of us should be fun little bitches. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly bursts. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all ready for this absolute segment? It's a lost culturista staple, really. Happens every time. It's just like Domino's. It's ha- which is happening every night across every the country. Every night across the country. Every week on Lost Culturistas, we do I Don't Think So, Honey. And this is a 60-second se- segment. It's a sexy 60-second segment um, where we really get something in culture that we don't like very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Matt, do you have something? Sure do. Okay. So Matt and I will go first, and then and then we'll be Poonam's turn. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. And your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Stamps and the need for them in the year of our Lord 2020. I, I know. Two. Yeah. I have to say, I have been so late RSVPing to my dear friend Sam's wedding from high school because I don't have a stamp and I need <sighs> to go get a stamp to mail the RSVP back. And where do you even get them? Where Sorry. do you get them? And I literally went to, I literally went out of my house and had to walk the streets and say, excuse me, <laughs> hi. I went, I, I, went, I went to Gelson's and I said, do you guys have stamps? And they were like, yeah. And she had to think about it because <sighs> they don't even know they have them. They had them, but then I thought it was like, I had to go to the quote unquote post office for a stamp. I never even heard of this place before. Then I come to find out my seconds. good friend Sam, my dearest, had put a stamp on the envelope the whole time. Like, so I should have just like, used you know. my fucking eyes. How about that uh. for next time? But it was a wild goose chase for stamps. And I just feel like, how come we can do email, we can have space satellites, and we still need stamps? That's I don't think minute. so, honey. That's one minute. Wow. It feels like we can do incredible things in this world. Medicine has come such a long way. I really think it has. There has been so many advancements in technology. The one thing we still need to do, which doesn't make any sense, it's giving Pony Express. It's giving cassette tape recording FM radio. Thank you, King. Very much agree. And it's stamps. I would donate a million dollars to the U.S. Postal Service. And so that they could stay afloat and so yes. that they can go no more stamps for you for the rest of the year. I just feel like, why can't we just, I, 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 I'm, I'm really at a loss for words, as you can tell. But if you could haggle stamps off of the, 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 your, your mail, would you? Absolutely. And you I have misstamped note? something before and cut it off oh. and taped it onto another envelope. Amazing. Because it's not even just that stamps are expensive. It's the <gasps> journey you have to go through to get them. Yes. And that, Doug and, just and said... What, in July, a stamp will be sixty cents. That now can't I've heard be it right. all. Now I've heard it all. That can't be right, Doug. What in- are you talking about? Get in here. Is this inflation in America? In America, no way, Doug. Doug, I'll be sending a Marco Polo. Thank you. Where did you hear that? It's true. I read the article two days ago, and I just looked it up again. Sixty cents starting July. What, what do they used to be? Twenty five. I think it was fifty. Right. 50? Yeah. Oh my God. What does the article say about the reasoning for this? The bad economy? And, and first class stamp covers the price of a one ounce letter. Doesn't say. 
Well, guess I'm not buying a house this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Well, how about how about this? Don't buy any stamps. Send your invoice. Why did I buy stamp. that diffuser? Yeah, yeah Jesus. That is the diffuser your the house. budget is all Stress. fucked up. <laughs> Blew my stamp budget. <laughs> all right, thanks, Doug. <laughs> thanks, Doug. Um, well, that was that is shocking, and I, I I will say things things really are getting more expensive. I I went down the street the other day, and gas was seven fifteen. No. Oh my god! I don't know how you guys do it over there. In Can't LA. stand it. Can't stand do you drive? It. You drive, Phnom? I do drive, and I hate it. And I then after I'm done driving in LA, I like think about my drive, and yeah. I get like anxiety of like, oh my gosh, that was dangerous. I did that, or I answered that text, and I could have run Ooh, myself off the road. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, All yeah. The time. That, that's that's. I I have to like I, the other day. I was like. I had my phone in my hand and I was like, oh, I have to fucking put this down. And it's not like no, nothing needs my attention as much as the road. Also, yeah. our commute to work was long as shit. It was very bad. Yeah. You guys were, were, were Studio City? Culver City. No. Culver. Culver City. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, Stamps, not a fan. Mm-hmm. Now, Bo and Yang, do you have an I don't think so, honey, that you'd like to do? Um, I think so. I, I think just got so. an, I just got I keep getting these notifications of like, hey, COVID was around you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, anyway, well, it was in me already, so bye. It was in me. It <laughs> fucked me. All right, Bon Yang, this is your I don't think so, honey. And your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Reminding me of a web series I was a part of. It doesn't matter what the web series was. That was just a dark time in all of our lives, in the culture. It was a dark time in sort of content production. This was when we were all being lied to and told that um, engagement on Facebook was really, really amazing when no one was watching them. And so Not what was it all for anyway? Maybe I learned a thing or two about being on camera. I don't think I learned that much. 30 seconds. And now there's this permanent sort of, you know, immortalization of like my bad acting. And I don't want people to necessarily make any judgments on that. And um, gosh, I really hope that we all... 15. Stop posting them at least or tagging me in in, in, in stories so that I have to re- remember that I did a bad job or did a terrible line read uh, in, two th- in summer 2013. Um, I don't think so, honey. Um, me not coming in as a fully formed actor from day one. And that's one minute. <laughs> I'm going to um, say, I hear you, my sister. Thank you, And I'm going to do exactly what you said not to do and tell you that, you know what was actually funny? The, the web series that we did that Mike Spence did, which was the couples therapy. Couples therapy. That was actually really fun. I don't know. I, Spencer, I, my 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 partner in that was Spencer Novak. And yes. he was funny, but I was not. And my partner was one Sudi Green. You First of all, that's Boy. a lie. You were so good. No, you and Sudi were. Sudi and I played a couple. They were so good. Sudi and I played a couple. A couple that met because they were Abercrombie models. Amazing. And Sudi had just Sudi had decided to not be a model anymore and like pivot to like washing her body with like charcoal and stuff. Like she became like a vegan, like uh, or something like that. Like, and she was so funny in it. But we we were so dumb. But that was actually Amazing. funny. And sorry, but I I hear you, my sister. I repeat, but I had to I had to bring that one up. I cringe. I cringe. Ugh. It's humbling. It's humbling. Were humbling. you a part of web series culture? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
For sure. And you know what really always annoyed me is when people that were my peers were like starting Kickstarters for their web series. And I'm like, yeah, so you think I'm going to give you $5 when I'm also trying to make one? And like, oh, this is like really cringe ick thing that people would do. There was this, these three white, straight white guys that tried to do this web series. And I remember what, like, you know, cause it was like, if you donate this much, you'll get this. If you donate, yeah. This, yeah. it yeah. was like, yeah. if you donate this much, we'll come watch your improv show and give you notes. And I was like, Oh my God. That's oh my word? God. It's like every bad thing from that time wrapped up into one. I was one. like, <laughs> what? It was like, if, if you do this, you can be a featured extra. I was like in your web series. Oh, Featured extra, what does that even mean? I still don't, I don't know. know. It's so bad. The one that gets me the most is when it's, uh, it was it would be like, and if you donate this much, you can be an executive producer. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? It's like, so it means I get like a title card in your web series viewed by 60 people. Well, I guess we were all trying our best. We were all trying our best. Yeah, and- we were all trying our best. And also the part that scares me about my old work, because like we used to like record our improv shows and sometimes put oh, them on YouTube. Oh yeah, that's tough. Is that like when I first started comedy, I thought like accent equals comedy. Oh, I mean, I think we all we all we all would be shocked and jarred if we were to go back in time and listen to the accents that we all like for sure. And also, I think I was on a team with a bunch of like, again, straight white men who just came out there and talked. So I felt like I needed to do so much. Yeah. So I literally come out there as like a hunched over Jamaican man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like not not a great look. Right. Yeah. And so you're like, oh God, like it's all contextualized by the circumstances, whatever that means. I'm speaking so generally and broadly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I also think there was that there was that time in the beginning when we were all doing comedy where it's like we were talking about accent work for gay men that exclusively meant talking like a black woman. Yes. Which, uh-huh. which, which I don't even think we realized was something that yeah. that was insane to do until like too we were to- until too recently. And I think about how many times I went out there and did quote unquote gay voice. But if I really were to think about it, it was actually like you know talking like a black woman in a way that chills me to my core. Of course, of and there was course. no one there to say anything, and I right. I didn't know any better. Yeah, no, oh, we really didn't know any better. Also, my accents were bad. They weren't even good accents. Um, they like melded five different cultures into one. We couldn't afford a, a, an accent coach. <laughs> no. no, I did not have a dialect coach when no. I was at IO. No, we couldn't <laughs> afford lunch. They they should hire every comedy theater if they return and choose to should hire <laughs> a dialect coach. Isn't it funny that they're gone? Most of them. It's sad. It's sad. It's crazy. Um, all right. All right. This is Punam. Do you have a I don't think so, honey? I do. Okay, this is Punam Patel's I Don't Think So, Honey, and her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. High fives oh. and high-fiving. Oh, <gasps> the gerund even. Do not high-five me. <laughs> if you try to high-five me, I'm going to like hold both of my hands together in a fist, and one may land on your person. I hate high-fives. Ah! I've always hated high-fives, even before we stopped like touching hands during covid like, I don't understand why, like, palm-to-palm impact is, like, positive. What is that? We're, like, celebrating by, like, seconds. hitting each other. It's violence. Also, palms are gross. Yeah. They're, like, the bottom of your feet for hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're sweaty. Iconic. They're sticky. They're, like, so too soft. Also, they, it hurts. And now I've, like, touched everything you touched. 
They're just like meant for fingerprints. Seconds. Yeah. And like, what are we, why are we teaching kids and dogs to high five? Like, what do we get out of it? <laughs> and also, really most importantly, if your significant other ever tries to high five you, report them five to seconds. the police. And that's one minute. Wow. You're so right. I don't know what, what, how did it happen? Yeah. We got to look into this. It's bad. Who invented it's, it? And, who and invented dogs, it? dogs, why, dogs don't know what it means. Children, dogs, why? I think it's cute when a dog puts its paw up to me. But the hand. dog doesn't know what, what, it, what it's if about. It's I think shake, that's okay. Okay, because he's a gentleman. It's formal. But <laughs> this? Do As you a dog, like, don't wear shoes. Do you like... That's so true. <laughs> do you like handshakes? <laughs> mm, don't love a handshake. Really don't love a fist bump. And I don't like this elbow thing we're doing And either. that has really <laughs> risen in prominence. And Elbows. it's not... Well, let me turn the light on. Oh, God, no. Um... <laughs> And it's odd because, like, my number one love language is physical touch. Uh-huh. But not that physical touch. No, it's like, give it to me full or don't <laughs> give it to me at all. You want don't chest just, on chest or yeah, nothing. Yeah, give me a full hug from behind, like, hip to hip, something. Grab my shoulders, <laughs> something. But don't just, like... Oh, no. No don't way. Don't jerk at me. And it's too bro. It's, yeah. And this is too, like, bro. And also, people don't... Like they, especially when they're excited, it hurts. It hurts. Yeah. It, it like hurts. stings after. You're Honestly, so right. That you're so right about that, and I think that it's it's really become. I I don't know what it is when someone gives a really hard high five because if if I'm gonna high five, I at least want to feel like I did it successfully, and that means you get a clean, crisp. You know what I mean? And that's another thing about high five culture is if you miss it or the high five is bad, it goes. You know what so I mean? It's like, or, it's or like, limp. like a it's limp so, dick. It, just it's terrible. It's really yeah. terrible. It, it, it can only be. I've only done high fives as a bit in the last year. I gotta say, I really it's, like it, it as a bit. Though. It's just a bit. Like, sure. yeah, like yeah, brother, right. like that kind of thing. Yeah, I love to high five a straight guy and go, "All right, brother." <laughs> there you go. Yo, brother, you're sick day today, brother. Yeah. It's really good to see you today, brother. Gross. <laughs> well. Well, listen, I, I think, think this was a fabulous episode. I think this was amazing. I'm so happy we talked about haggling. It really me unlocked too. something in me. I hope you like don't still feel shame. Oh, no, not at all. Now I'm like, Good. yes, whatever my parents want to do. Yeah. Like Good. my mom will still haggle at, at, at a garage sale, which is the place to do it. Like that is the exactly. perfect place to do it. She'll do that still. And I'm like, please, God bless. Now I'm like, whatever they want, like let them yeah. be. Live your themselves. life. They've been through too much. Also, truly and i'm not just saying this as a bit like i know the anxiety that can come from like talking to customer service and like all that stuff yeah so i really will do it for you oh my god like i've done it for friends before because they have such anxiety around it like i really will do it wow or like if we're at a restaurant you You might just need to coach me through it yeah because i here's the thing i know i'm nice about it and i don't make people feel bad when i do it so that's why i don't mind doing it great great yeah. As long as and it, you it, have it, a very kind voice too, very kind. Thank you. But, but <laughs> kind, but like clear, and like it's it. Mm-hmm. People, people understand what you're trying to say. They feel safe. I think I kind of like talk around stuff too much, and people are like, "What is he doing?" But I feel like with <laughs> you, there's a safety, and I really, really love that. And I feel like every time you talk, you sound really intelligent, even if you're talking about something like dumb. I don't think so. But he has a vast <laughs> vocabulary. Mm-mm. We're not doing this. It's one of his. It's one of his gorgeous <laughs> traits. 
We're not doing um, that. I keep thinking I I will also say, you know what's fun about, and we'll circle it back, but, and I love that for you. We often do hear your voice, sort of disembodied Loud. voice, yeah. because, because you're often speaking as the producer into the ears yeah. of Joanna Gold, played by Vanessa Bayer. And so often, in fact, I just saw one of the new episodes <laughs> and <laughs> it's this bit about like, Joanna is selling leatherette pants and you're like, <laughs> and you don't say leather, say leatherette. And she's yeah. on and Vanessa's on and she's like, and the thing about leather pants and you just go, you just hear Putnam's voice go leatherette. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's fab. And guess I what? The product names are like one of the best parts of that oh, show. Oh, so funny. It's insane. What was the, uh, the placemats? Janine by Janine. Janine, Janine by, by Janine, Janine placemats. <laughs> Janine by Janine. So by, the t- by, the, by the time I was saying that like on camera, it had totally faded away from me as something funny. And then when I watched the premiere, like, and I said, and we're going to start your Monday 5 a.m. with the Janine by Janine placemats and tablescapes. And I was like, that sentence is insane. And so people were laughing funny. at it. And I was like, oh, that's... It's something it's I completely forgot. Yeah, you're like Backyard Grill Kings into d- Dazzling Diamond Essence. <laughs> booty um, Blasters. Tandy Fit Booty Blasters. Like, what Tandy is that even? Is it I want to buy it. I want to buy it. Price it cutting like a resistance the, band. They are price cutting the Playa del Fun Margarita Makers. <laughs> and also the, 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 the bar in episode three is called Donde Esta Cantina. Oh, I laughed at that. <laughs> at that establishing shot. Donde Esta Cantina. I go, and then they cut to like, uh, like you guys walking in and it's just a neon sign that says cerveza. And I'm like, this is so funny. <laughs> Fun fact about that. That is the bar from the L word. We oh went to go, God. we went to go sh- and they art decorated it or art directed yes. it to be, to be like a, uh, like a Mexican themed bar, Cantina. but it's the bar from the L word. Okay. And that's movie magic. And if you want to see more of that and the magic that is Punam's performance, you can stream. I love that for you on Fridays on the Showtime app. Or watch live Sundays at 8.30, only on Showtime. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for knowing the info. I know all the info. She knows the info. What a joy it is to have you and what a glorious light you are. Hmm? Oh, this Very has been true. so, so fun. I've been looking forward to this for weeks. As have we. And we As end every we. episode with the song. And the song is... Have you ever loved somebody so much in you? There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst.
You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit tomboyx.com to shop. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work.